In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, and the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you all. In the waters of baptism, Joseph died with Christ and rose with him to new life. May he now share with him eternal glory. Our gathering hymn is number 605, I Want to Walk as a Child of the Light. Oh, 
Let us pray. Grant, we pray, O merciful God, a share in eternal happiness to the soul of Joseph, your servant and deacon, on whom you bestow the gift of ministering in your church. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God forever and ever. A reading from the book of Ecclesiastes. There is an appointed time for everything, a time for everything afar and under the heavens, a time to be born and a time to die, a time to plant and a time to uproot the plant, a time to kill and a time to heal, a time to tear down and a time to build, a time to weep and a time to laugh, a time to mourn and a time to dance, a time to scatter stones and a time to gather them, a time to embrace and a time to be far from embraces, a time to seek and a time to lose, a time to keep and a time to cast away, a time to rend and a time to sow, a time to be silent and a time to speak, a time to love and a time to hate, a time of war, and a time of peace. What advantage has the worker from his toll? I have considered these tasks which God has appointed for the sons of men uh, to be busied about. He has made everything appropriate to its time and has put the timeless into their hearts. Without men's ever discovering from the beginning to the end the work which God has done. The word of the Lord.
cupboard there is nothing I shall want Fresh and green are the pastures where he gives me repose Near restful waters he leads me He revives my soul The Lord is my shepherd The Lord is my shepherd The Lord is my shepherd Guides me along the right path for the sake of his name, though I should walk in the valley of the shadow of death. No evil would I fear, for you are with me. Your crook and your staff will give me comfort. The Lord is my shepherd. The Lord is my shepherd. The Lord shepherd, there is nothing I shall want. You have prepared a table before me in the sight of my foes. My head you have anointed with oil. My cup is overflowing. The Lord is my shepherd. The Lord is my shepherd, the Lord is my shepherd, there is nothing I shall want. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. In the Lord's own house shall I dwell for length of days A reading from the letter of St. Paul to the Romans. Brothers and sisters, none of us lives for oneself, and no one dies for oneself. For if we live, we live for the Lord. If we die, we die for the Lord. So then, whether we live or die, we are the Lord's. For this is why Christ died and came to life, that he might be Lord of both the dead and the living. Why then do we judge your brother? Or why do you look down upon your brother? For we shall all stand before the judgment seat of God, for it is written, As I live, says the Lord, every knee shall bend before me, and every tongue shall give praise to God. So then each of us shall give an account of himself to God. The word of the Lord. Oh, 
be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. That very day, the first day of the week, two of Jesus' disciples were going to a village seven miles from Jerusalem called Emmaus. And they were conversing about all the things that had occurred. And it happened that while they were conversing and debating, Jesus himself drew near and walked with them. But their eyes were prevented from recognizing him. He asked them, what are you discussing as you walk along? They stopped, looking downcast. One of them, named Cleophas, said to him in reply, Are you the only visitor to Jerusalem who does not know of the things that have taken place there in these days? And he replied to them, What sort of things? They said to him, The things that happened to Jesus, the Nazarene, who was a prophet mighty indeed in word before God and all the people how our chief priests and rulers both handed him over to a sentence of death and crucified him. But we were hoping that he would be the one to redeem Israel. And besides all this, it is now the third day since this all took place. Some women from our group, however, have astounded us. They were at the tomb early in the morning and did not find his body. They came back and reported that they had indeed seen a vision of angels who announced that he was alive. Then some of those with us went to the tomb and found things just as the women had described, but him they did not see. And he said to them, Oh, how foolish you are! How slow of heart to believe all the prophets spoke! Was it not necessary that the Christ should suffer these things and enter into his glory? Then, beginning with Moses and all the prophets, he interpreted to them what referred to him in all the scriptures. As they approached the village to which they were going, he gave the impression that he was going on farther, but they urged him, stay with us, for it is nearly evening and the day is almost over. So he went to stay with them, and it happened that while he was with them at table, he took bread said the blessing, broke it, and gave it to them. With that, their eyes were opened, and they recognized him, but he vanished from their sight. Then they said to each other, Were not our hearts burning within us while he spoke to us on the way, and he opened the scriptures to us? So they set out at once and returned to Jerusalem, where they found gathered together the eleven and those with them who were saying, The Lord has truly been raised and has appeared to Simon. Then the two recounted what had taken place on the way and how he was made known to them in the breaking of the bread. The Gospel of the Lord.
I clearly remember the very first time that I met Joe. He had just moved here with his wife, Will. They had moved here to be closer to their children and their grandchildren, and they come by here to check out our parish. Joe made it very clear to me that he was the deacon at St. James, and that was where he really intended to stay um, for some time. And he really did do that for really a couple of years. Joe was really very devoted and committed there in his diaconal ministry at St. James. He had probably been there already for some 20 years. He was deeply rooted and he was not about to pull away. Of course, his service was very much needed there. But of course, St. James is not in our backyard. And in time, there came to be a time of mutual parting and moving forward. It was not easy for Deacon Joe or for the St. James Parish community. Deacon Joe spoke with Bishop Campbell, who then assigned him here to Seton Parish, where there was a great need for his services as well. And he started here, and we all know that he quickly took root. Letting go is never easy as we find ourselves in the midst of this, in this very hour. As we find ourselves having to let go of dear husband, father, grandfather, beloved in-law, brother deacon, dear friend, beloved parishioner. The gospel that we have today shows the disciples struggling with the loss of their closest friend Jesus just days earlier. And just like them, we wonder how we're going to move on. This gospel story that was just proclaimed is one of the greatest of all the stories in the scriptures. For like the disciples, who were in a very dark hour at that time in their lives. This story, too, can help awaken our faith in this dark hour that the Lord has not abandoned us. One of the things that we all know about Deacon Joe was that he loved to tell stories. That is why the gospel chosen for his funeral today it just had to be a story. And of course, it was in the context of this wondrous story and in the setting of Jesus recalling the wondrous stories of our faith that the disciples realized that the Lord Jesus had not abandoned them. All of us hold many dear memories and stories with Joe. Cherish them. Hold them. Hang on to them. Retell them. They are key to God's presence with us and healing in our lives. And this is our hour of loss. Allow me to share with you one very personal story. It was my last 
visit with Joe at this very hour, last Monday afternoon. It was the most wonderful visit that we could ever have had. For whatever reason, we just sat and talked and talked and talked, like no time at all had passed. I said, Joe, are you in any pain? He said, no, I've not had any pain medication in five days. My surgery is healing perfectly. And so then we began to reminisce. See, Joe's from Steubenville, and I'm from Parma. I'm like, these are like light years apart, okay? <laughs> but the truth of the matter is we're really only a, a couple of months apart in age. So we have lots and lots in common. So we just shared for the longest time about all of that. I don't know where that came from, but that's what we dug into. And that's what we just went on and on and on about. He couldn't receive the Eucharist because of the tube that was inserted in him. But we truly shared Christ in the time that we had together and in the prayer that we ended with. When I went down to my car, I just sat there for a few moments and I realized that I had never before connected with Joe like I had in that time I had with him. It was truly a gift that I cherish this day. And the word of the gospel today comes to life as I hear. Were not our hearts burning within us while well, he spoke to us on the way? Joe had a way of deeply connecting with all those that he met along the way in his life journey. He took time with all of us as you look back. And we realize that we experienced Christ when we were with him. As I said, we talked about our roots. Joe's roots, of course, were Steubenville. Now, if there was ever a place that seemed like it was left behind in the 21st century, I think it might be a place we call Steubenville. <laughs> but Joe brought Steubenville to life right here, in, right here in Pickerington. We all know he was a very, very gifted homilist. And he brought the gospel to life from his life experiences, which, of course, was Steubenville which he dearly loved and was proud of and made him the person to be who he was. In fact, Joe made Steubenville come so alive for us that I think he could have produced an, an award-winning 10-part Netflix series, okay, <laughs> called Steubenville. Only in Steubenville did we learn of Joe's relatives who could grow lemon trees and keep them alive in sub-freezing temperatures. And here in Pickerington, we all made our way to Steubenville to partake of these festive Italian meals that were held on Sunday afternoons. 
We could smell right here the sauce that was simmering, okay? And we could taste it as he spoke of it. We wonder, why don't we take time for that anymore? Because Joe talked endlessly about the meals that he had and sharing that food. And I know that he shared those meals above all with you, his family who are here, wife, children, grandchildren, whom we love so dearly. I have a wonderful memory of him with you here in this very, this very room, watching him carve pumpkins with you, okay? Worrying that you're going to carve your fingers as well. We're going to do that another week or two. But he had so much fun carving those pumpkins with you for that big contest. Joe loved sharing his heritage with so many. I can personally attest that many of us here were the beneficiary of his, of his wonderful cooking. It was wonderful cooking. There was nothing ever left over when he brought it. I was the beneficiary of his many wonderful sauces. And they never gave me heartburn. And he would tell me it was a special way that he made it, and it's true, it didn't. And it happened that while he was with them, he took bread, said the blessing, broke it, and gave it to them. With that, their eyes were opened, and they recognized him, but he vanished from their sight. Yes, we truly love to listen to his stories, because woven in them, is the presence and the love of our God reaching out and touching each and every one of us through his life experiences. Inherent in this gospel story are the disciples who invited the stranger to stay with them and they served a meal and they shared that meal. There is no one who loved to serve more than our brother Deacon Joe. He performed his ministry with such zeal, devotion, enthusiasm, and love. I honestly do not ever remember a time when he was down in the dumps. As his pastor, he was personally a great support to me always and was truly a joy to serve with him here at the Lord's table. Appropriately, he was the one who always proclaimed when he was here, the Easter exaltet at the Easter vigil. Now he's gone, but his voice is a part of the heavenly choir. And the occasion of his 25th anniversary as a deacon, just a little over a year ago, in 2015, he retired from his career as a physician's assistant, caring for the physical needs of people, and then a whole new life opened up for him in his ministry here as a deacon in our parish that he embraced with great flourish. And so he began doing so much more, visiting the sick and the shut-ins, teaching in our many sacramental preparation programs, working with the RCIA. There was just no end to what he now immersed himself in. Deacon Joe just seemed to be hitting his rhythm Stay with us now, for it is nearly evening, and the day is almost over. So we went in to stay with them. He almost seemed like the Energizer Bunny, always up, always strong. 
But Deacon Joe was no robot. And he said to them, Oh, how foolish you are, how slow of heart to believe. Was it not necessary that the Messiah should suffer these things to enter into his glory? So while Joe had this great vibrancy, he was also human. For whatever reason, when he fell, he seemed to fall hard. When he'd get a cold, it wasn't just a little cold. It really seemed to knock him. And I remember when he'd get a nick on his arm, the next thing I knew, his arm would be like a balloon, okay? And I'd be worried he's going to lose his arm. And then, of course, this summer he got sick with a great suddenness. And that led to his surgery and his unexpected death. Deacon Joe lived out that second reading from Paul that we heard today. None of us lives for oneself, and no one dies for oneself. If we live, we live for the Lord. And if we die, we die for the Lord. So whether we live or die, we are the Lord's. We cannot lose sight of that. But not only is Deacon Joe the Lord's, but each and every single one of us here are as well. And that is what Deacon Joe proclaimed so strongly in all of his preaching and all of his diaconal ministry. That is what he lived for. That is what he shared with his wife, his children, his grandchildren. And the gift of Deacon Joe in this Eucharist, we give thanks to God for that, and we commend him now to the Lord. And Deacon Joe, we now bid you farewell. Your words are engraved in all of our hearts. May the Lord God fill you with his peace. Jesus Christ is risen from the dead and sits at the right hand of the Father, where he intercedes for his church, confident that God hears the voices of those who trust in the Lord Jesus. We join our prayers to his. In baptism, Joseph received the light of Christ. Scatter the darkness now and lead him over the waters of death. Lord, in your mercy, hear, hear our, our prayer. prayer. Our brother, Joseph, was nourished at the table of the Savior. Welcome him into the halls of the heavenly banquet. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Our brother, Joe, served God's people as a deacon of the church. Prepare a place for him in the kingdom whose coming he proclaimed. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Many friends and members of our families have gone before us and await the kingdom. 
Grant them an everlasting home with your Son, Lord, in your mercy. Hear our prayer. Many people die by violence and war and famine each day. Show your mercy to those who suffer so unjustly these sins against your love and gather them to the eternal kingdom of your peace. Lord, in your mercy. Hear our prayer. Those who trusted in the Lord now sleep in the Lord. Give refreshment, rest, and peace to all whose faith is known to you alone. Lord, in your mercy. Hear our prayer. For the family and friends of Joseph, seek comfort and consolation. Heal their pain and dispel the darkness and doubt that come from grief. Lord, in your mercy. Hear our prayer. We are assembled here in faith and confidence to pray for our brother Joseph. Strengthen our hope so that we may live in the expectation of your son's coming. Lord, in your mercy. Hear our prayer. Lord God, giver of peace and healer of souls, hear the prayers of the Redeemer, Jesus Christ, and the voices of your people, whose lives were purchased by the blood of the Lamb. Forgive the sins of all who sleep in Christ and grant them a place in the kingdom. We ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen. Our preparation hymn is number 386, The Servant Song.
servant, let me be as Christ to Pray, my brothers and sisters, that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God, the Almighty Father. Be gracious, O Lord, to Joseph, your servant and deacon, for whose salvation we offer you this sacrifice that as in the flesh he ministered to Christ your Son, so he may rise up with your faithful servants to everlasting glory, through Christ our Lord. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. Lift up your hearts. We lift them up to the Lord. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right and just. It is truly right and just our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere to give you thanks, Lord, Holy Father, Almighty and Eternal God, through Christ our Lord. For as one alone he accepted death, so that we might all escape from dying. So one man he chose to die, so that in your sight we may all live forever. And so, in company with the choirs of angels, we praise you, and with joy we proclaim. Holy, 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 Lord God of indeed holy O Lord and all you have created rightly gives you praise for through your Son our Lord Jesus Christ by the power and working of the Holy Spirit you give life to all things and make them holy and you never cease to gather a people to yourself so that from the rising of the Sun to its setting a pure sacrifice may be offered to your name therefore O Lord we humbly implore you by the same Spirit, graciously make holy these gifts we have brought to you for consecration, that they may become the body and blood of your Son, our Lord Jesus Christ, at whose command we celebrate these mysteries. For on the night he was betrayed, he himself took bread, and giving you thanks, he said the blessing, broke the bread, and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body, which will be given up 
for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice, and giving you thanks, he said the blessing, and gave the chalice to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it. For this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The mystery of faith. When we eat this bread and drink this cup, we proclaim your death, O Lord, until you come again. Therefore, O Lord, as we celebrate the memorial of the saving passion of your Son, his wondrous resurrection and ascension into heaven. And as we look forward to his second coming, we offer you in thanksgiving this holy and living sacrifice. Look, we pray, upon the oblation of your church and recognizing the sacrificial victim by whose death you will to reconcile us to yourself. Grant that we who are nourished by the body and blood of your Son and filled with his Holy Spirit may become one body one spirit in Christ. May he make of us an eternal offering to you, so that we may obtain an inheritance with your elect, especially with the most blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, with blessed Joseph, her spouse, with your blessed apostles and glorious martyrs, with St. Elizabeth Ann Seton, and with all the saints on whose constant intercession in your presence we rely for unfailing help. May this sacrifice of our reconciliation, we pray, O Lord, advance the peace and salvation of all the world. Be pleased to confirm in faith and charity your pilgrim church on earth with your servant, Francis, our Pope, and our Bishop Frederick, the Order of Bishops, all the clergy, and the entire people you gain for your own. Listen graciously to the prayers of this family who you summon before you in your compassion, O merciful Father. Gather to yourself all your children scattered throughout the world. Remember your servant Joseph, whom you have called from this world to yourself. Grant that he who was united with your son in a death like his may also be one with him in his resurrection, when from the earth he will raise up in the flesh those who have died and transform our lowly body after the pattern of his own glorious body. To our departed brothers and sisters too, and to all who were pleasing to you at their passing from this life, give kind admittance to your kingdom. There we hope to enjoy forever the fullness of your glory when you will wipe away every tear from our eyes. 
For seeing you, our God, as you are, we shall be like you for all the ages and praise you without end. Through Christ our Lord, through whom you bestow on the world all that is good. Through him and with him and in him, O God, almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honor is yours forever and ever. the Savior's command, informed by divine teaching, we dare to say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy, we may be always free from sin and safe from all distress, as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Savior, Jesus Christ. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours now and forever. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not on our sins, but on the faith of your church, and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign forever and ever. Amen. The peace of the Lord be with you always. And with your spirit. Let us offer each other the sign of peace. Peace of Christ be with you. Peace of Christ be with you. Peace of Christ be with you, Father. Peace of Christ be with you, Father. Peace of Christ be with you. Peace of Christ be with you, Father. Peace of Christ be with you. Peace of Christ be with you.
Behold the Lamb of God. Behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof, but only say the word and my soul shall be healed. Shall live forever, and I will pray. 
body of Christ. Amen. The body of Christ. 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 The body of Christ.
Let us pray. Replenish with these sacred gifts, we humbly entreat you, O Lord, graciously to grant through this sacrifice that Joseph, your servant and deacon, whom you call to be among those who serve your church, once freed from the bonds of death, may receive a share with those who have ministered well and enter into your joy. Through Christ our Lord. Before we go our separate ways, let us take leave of our brother. May our farewell express our affection for him. May it ease our sadness and strengthen our hope. One day we shall joyfully greet him again when the love of Christ, which conquers all things, destroys even death itself. Father of mercies, we commend our brother Joseph in the sure and certain hope that together with all who have died in Christ, he will rise with him on the last day. We give you thanks for the blessings which you bestowed upon him in this life. They are signs to us of your goodness and of our fellowship with the saints in Christ. Merciful Lord, turn toward us and listen to our prayers. Open the gates of paradise to your servant, 
and help us who remain to comfort one another with assurances of faith until we all meet in Christ and are with you and with our brother forever. We ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen. In peace, let us take our brother to his place of rest. Oh, 